Hi, and welcome to the Design Find Podcast, a space where women are interviewed and in conversation to discuss the highs, lows, and everything in between about being a woman in design. The Design Find has new episodes every Monday, so make sure you come back every week. You can find more on the Design Find Podcast Instagram. Hope you enjoy this episode. Cool. Hi, and welcome to back to the Design Find podcast. Today we have Lindsay, and she's going to be sharing with us her story in the design field. So welcome, Lindsay. Hi there. Nice to be here. So to begin, can you please introduce yourself to the listeners? Yeah, sure. My name is Lindsay, and uh, I'm a designer at Frog in New York right now. Uh, and I specialize in experience design for physical spaces. So, yeah. So for people who don't know, can you explain a little bit more about what experience design for physical spaces and how you got into that? Yeah, of course. So physical design for experiences or experience design for physical spaces is basically an extension of what experience design is. So my background probably will help inform it a little bit better. But my uh, for my undergrad, I went uh, to Waseda University and did the School of International Liberal Studies, where I studied anthropology. So basically how people interact with one another in culture, in physical relation, in business. Uh, and then when I went to go do my master's, I did it in interior design. And so this is kind of a mashup of that area. Uh, uniquely. It also focuses really heavily on the digital and physical aspect and how they interact with each other in spaces. So oftentimes I work on concept stores or stores of the future for a lot of brands. And so it's how do we bring in the digital element, the service element, and then also the physical design to all work together. So can you give kind of an example of what a concept store is versus what a regular store that we would walk into is yeah sure so maybe you're familiar with nike labs or something like that yeah but usually these stores are kind of their flagship stores right it's the store that's going to show off the brand and all the brand has to offer on every channel so this means that when you go in there your entire experience is planned from the moment you enter the door to the moment you leave and even beforehand, a lot of times with uh, online advertisements or uh, push notifications that come to your app and store via Beacon technology. Uh, and so basically, like in Nike Labs, for example, uh, you go into the store and you can design your own shoes and then you get to bring home the customized shoes that you've made, right? And this is really unique compared to other Nike stores where you're just going into a regular brick and mortar, trying on a few pairs and then picking the one you like and going home. So what is something that you use, like what is a technique or skill that design taught you that you think really changes um, a store from just being a regular store to more of an experienced store? Yeah, well, I think for myself, I work in a lot of strategic design. So that means we spend a good portion of the project early on just working on the strategy with the brand. So I've we've had brands come to us and tell us, we'd like to make a billion dollars this year. How can we do that? 
which is a huge brief to get because <laughs> how do you make a billion dollars in a year suddenly? It's a lot of money. Um, and so basically we work with them to kind of look at their brand, look at what they're good at, look at what maybe some weaknesses are and where they really are allowed to play within their space. Um, and from that, we come up with a few ideas, um, usually around digital elements or physical elements um, and service as well. Uh, and then we take those ideas and bring them to life for them in usually a prototypes. So we usually give the overall design look and feel um, as well as how it might work. And then usually when we go to the build, uh, we work with uh, partners in order to build out those spaces and uh, experiences. So what types of things do you do at your company? Um, are you more on the design side? Are you more about the experience side? What is your role? Yeah, so actually the design and experience side are the same. So I think at Frog, a lot of designers are really strategic. Of course, we also have a strategy team that specializes in strategy but i think most of the designers there kind of do a little bit of both um because design really is the thought process of how you get somewhere right like you can have your deliverables at the end that are beautiful uh illustrations or you know screens or physical spaces but really what i think uh sets apart experience design specifically is that you're kind of focusing on that whole journey overall. So what kind of led you to this? Did you, was this your first job in the field or did you do something else in the design field? Yeah, so actually I kind of fell into it. Um, so when I went to go do my master's, uh, I moved to Italy uh, and I was at Domus Academy there. And um a lot of my classmates were getting jobs or internships at interior design firms, but I actually didn't have a ton of experience in interior design uh, previously. And so a lot of firms did not want me. <laughs> and so uh, I ended up going more towards the innovation design sphere, um, which is where I currently work in. Uh, they gave me a job as their very first interior designer that they ever hired. <laughs> and so then I worked with them to work on some accelerators, um, which are basically uh, businesses that help uh, startups get running uh, in the industry. Uh, so I helped them build out an accelerator space for a food um, innovation lab in Taiwan. Great. So what do you think is your favorite project to work on or where do you think you excel the most? Hmm. Favorite project. Um, I, I think I really enjoy anytime I get to work on a multidisciplinary team. So that means like having people who all have really different viewpoints. I think one of the beautiful things about that is you really get to learn other people's perspectives. And it also makes sure that you stay empathetic throughout the process. Um, because I think design is really for people, right? And so you always have to be thinking about that as you're creating anything. 
Um, so I think that projects uh, internally that work that way, but maybe externally, uh, like retail or food stores are really interesting to me. So what are some projects that you're working on now that you can share with and what are you specifically doing? Well, a lot of our work is NDA, so I cannot share what I'm currently working on, but I can share previous projects that we've done. Yes, great. Uh, so one, yeah, because they're in the world today, so you can go see them uh, if you are in the United States. Um, the uh, current project or the probably most recent project that's hit market, I think, is uh, Chipotle stores. So we worked with the Chipotle brand. Um, and of course, they brought in their full design team and we had our design team as well. Uh, and we worked to kind of recreate what the in-store experience was going to be. So Chipotle actually has like quite a few design um, iterations that it's gone through. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but Chipotle is basically like a yeah. burrito stand that started in Colorado. Um, and so they've kind of gone through a few different iterations and they're kind of um, credited with the industrial design uh, theme of uh, quick service restaurants that we see. Uh, mm -hmm. They're one of the first ones that did it with like plywood and corrugated metal. Um, yeah. And so what we did with them is basically how do we upgrade this for today? But how do we upgrade it in a way that helps the brand ethos? So we really focused around creating um, like a community table that we can all gather around together. And uh, because they mentioned to us that that was really important for their brand. Um, and also because a lot of their food comes locally, it's kind of that farm to table aspect, but within the quick service um, arena. So yeah, that um, I think there's the newest iterations of those stores. Um, there was four that we designed and I think the rest that they've built out are iterations of that um, and took elements from different uh, parts of that. So I think uh, in Chicago, across from Wrigley Field, there's a Chipotle that's designed by us. There's one in Newport Beach. We have one in, uh, I think, Arizona, maybe Phoenix. Don't totally remember. Um, and then we also, I believe there's one in Ohio as well. Um, so what is kind of your biggest tips for people who may not be able to afford someone or maybe just don't have the taste to create a design a new space that you think would elevate their home or their restaurant or something like that what is something that you think that mm. any person could do anyone can do to design it hmm. well I think if you take it from a personal point of view right like let's say you're going to redesign your house and you want the optimal experience that you're going to have. So the first thing you have to do is figure out where the pain points are, what are the things that are bothering you, and then problem solve around those, right? So a really simple one is if you enter the house and you put your keys down, but you keep losing your keys, 
well, having a bowl for your keys is a really easy way to organize where they should be, mm -hmm. right? And easily find them later. So that's like a very simple example. Um, but when it comes to a retail space, I think, um, if, of course, you're looking at pain points of customers as they go through the store and where can you help with those different things and, you know, how can you think about the accessibility of everyone who's entering that space. Um, but I think it's also about creating an experience um, that centers around the brand. So I think being... I think anyone can, you know, look at a, I think anyone can get a brand analysis and, you know, pick a few keywords that they think that that brand kind of represents. And that's really useful in helping to design for that brand specifically, because that brand needs to play in its own space. I don't know if that's helpful. That's yeah. probably a little bit more complicated, but Yeah. So what is kind of like a day in your life at work? Are you doing meetings? Are you um, like, I don't know, designing on your computer, drawing? What is some of the things that you do every day? Yeah, well, I use a lot of Adobe products <laughs> all the time. Um, so that is one thing, but usually, it depends kind of where you are in a project because projects kind of have um, different timelines. So usually you start with strategy and research, right? And then you're going to move more into actively designing and then iterations of design. So when you're in the early stages, you probably spend most of your day in meetings or doing research on your own or creating mood boards. Um, to kind of express your ideas or what you're thinking, uh, sketching. And then later on in the project, a lot of times that's using maybe like rendering softwares like Rhino and V-Ray um, or Photoshop um, and uh, using AutoCAD to draw out the floor plans perhaps. Um, and then of course having meetings to make sure you're matching the other teams and what they're doing and everything makes sense mm -hmm. um and then usually there's like a few meetings a week where we'll check in with the client and see how they're doing or update them on the progress or ask any questions we need from their different teams so cool so what is something i don't know maybe you look forward to doing more of in the future in your job or something that you're just starting to learn that you want to, you know, get better at? Something in the future. I, I think kind of exploring new spaces. Um, so one thing for me is I've, done a lot of work in like food and retail specifically um and uh currently I am working on a bank and that's about all I can share but doing something like that is a really different experience and a lot more complicated mm -hmm. than um you know uh or complicated in a different way I guess and so every time you get a new space um there's just new learnings that it has, right? So for a bank, for example, 
the digital aspect is so important, right? Because that's how we're most of our money is like we can view it is online. Mm-hmm. So how does that, you know, like what happens with that when you're in a physical space, right? Cool. So where do you, do you see yourself exploring any other fields of design or do you think this is like the one for you? So I really love this field, but I actually do a ton of other types of design too. So I actually background have in service design. I've done product design as well. There is a new product on the market called Squishies that I helped out with early on um, by Elmer's Glue. Uh, It's these little like molded characters that are really fun. Uh, of course, their R&D team took it and made it, you know, what it is today. But we were part of early prototyping with them. Uh, and I, oh, I have lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. um, sorry, could you repeat the question one more time? Um if you wouldn't like explore any other parts of design. Oh, right. Cause I do the other ones. Um, yeah. So product, um, I've done digital screens and I've also done motion graphics pretty heavily. So what is your so, biggest advice for someone going into the design field? I think stay curious as probably the most important thing. There's a lot of times I think early in your career that people mm, are a bit of naysayers or are telling you that certain things don't work. And sometimes they're right, right? You learn from somebody telling you and correcting you and figuring out what is good design. But I think a lot of times what can happen is people get really jaded and kind of get beat down by certain people. Um, and I think it's, you know, remembering to stay curious and stay interested because I think that joy can come back. And it's also the thing that makes a really good designer too. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Where can people find you if they have any more questions or they want to reach out? Yeah, so um, you can go to my website, lindsaygray.work. Uh, that's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, gray, G-R-A-Y, dot work. Um, and you can contact me there. There's links to Instagram and everything else. Great, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.